2: Yeah, it is, baby. Drive is live on this reaction Monday. Good times out here. I see Tyler in his victory, uh, his victory Monday shirt.
1: <laughs>
2: there he is. He's feeling himself right there, baby. Hey. <laughs>
3: Right, hey, that's right. hey! Right there. Turn that mic on over there, Lopez. I right said, that that's right there. a white boy doing a Mexican call. If ever I heard one, but <laughs> absolutely a
2: plus effort. Gives a sir, I, thought a I thought it was a butte. You're, uh, you're, you know Houston-
4: what that's called? It's a
2: grito. Yes.
4: Yeah.
5: You're
2: Houston, Texas. I
5: can't hey, say that. Hey, that's
2: a gringo grito. <laughs> hey, there we go. Gringo grito. That's right, baby. It's, uh, it's. Uh, everybody should be feeling good. Your Houston Texans are, as D'Amico said earlier, a game away from playing hey. in a game that the Texans have never played in, the AFC Championship game. Hey, them Texans won.
3: Guess what today is, boys. What is that? Six weeks. Oh. Huh? <laughs> oh.
2: yeah, guess what
3: day is. Double wins. L- Laney turned six weeks. Oh, Lainey James, she turned six weeks on Saturday, Ron. <laughs> guess, guess what? Saturday was six weeks. The, the the first uh, day of business past Saturday is what Monday, and doctor's office are open. Guess what's going on right now as we speak? Two o'clock.
6: Alert. Not only do we
3: have a a kick ass a no, kick no, ass no. reaction <laughs> Monday uh, lined up after a playoff dub, our first playoff dub uh, uh, victory Monday reaction Monday, Ron, our, our first together. It's our first one. Not only is that Tyler, but wifey wifey she's probably sitting in that uh. She's sitting in that waiting room right now. Got them pictures of women on the wall and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. All the different women on the wall. So you know you're in a in a certain kind of doctor's office.
2: She's going Clint. in there. She's going in there to get clearance, boys. Clint. <laughs> I'm going to know that you know this deep down in your heart. That she has not been counting down the days to this like you have. I don't know, man. I don't know. I
3: don't, I don't know. I, I've been doing a little flirting this last week. I, I don't know, man. Okay. I, I, don't, I, don't know, I
2: don't know if Lo is in her mind thinking, six weeks, here we go. Uh, Let's get here and fade this thing out. I don't know, man. Come on, waiting she's for the had, half of this Eagles-Bucks game. I'm ready she, for
3: you. She's had a little distraction. I ain't going to lie to you. She's had a little distraction. She's had some hard times. I know it. But, you know, it's easy to forget about this.
2: I'm hopeful for you.
3: It's easy to forget about this when the doctor sets a date. And you know that date's a ways away. And so you just can't you can't do anything until you get to that date. Eh, it's easy to forget about this. 713-572-4610.
2: Uh-huh. Those of you on YouTube and tweet and, and Twitch as well, we appreciate you jumping in on this victory Monday and this uh this reaction Monday. Do you believe that Clint Sterner will also win tonight? 713 4610 Clint's geared up. This is six weeks. He believes his wife is as geared up as he is. Do you believe Clint will win tonight? I do not think so. I hope so. I'm hopeful for you. I'm hopeful for you. But that kid, hey. that baby Laney, going to start crying tonight. and She, ah. she could kill a mood right there,
3: baby. Keep it down, Laney. That's what I'm just saying. Keep baby, it down. down you. Hey, trust me, Daddy's He's going to be quick. <laughs> <laughs> hey.
4: hey.
3: Hey, trust me. Just
2: See, need a few minutes, hey,
3: huh? It's six weeks, boys. Woo! And we got a Texas dub. Get the hell. out. And we got we got playoff football tonight live on TV. God. We do. We do.
2: Listen, we got a. Uh, wow. Let's go. Let's go and knock these three uh, these three hours out so your boy can get to the crib. Is man, that what you're right now. He's mailing <laughs> in trying to get there. All right. It, it is also a Mad Dog Monday. That it is. That it is. What'd you get over there, Bum? I got your little electric melon right here. Electric melon. I got your little electric what melon. What flavor did you get? I got a little golden pineapple. I'm a fan of it. I'm a fan golden, of the golden. You've pineapple. You've already had this. I've had this one before. Hell, listen, I bought them all. I bought, I bought every single flavor there is available out there.
3: I think this is a new flavor. Now listen, I mean new, relatively speaking.
2: I think this week was close. Um, and in fact, I don't think I should have been buying the mad dog, but I think this week was close. Uh, but I mean, you put it out there to the people. I Man, listen, Tyler had Will Anderson Jr. He had two tackles, a sack, five pressures. Uh, big game for him. Clint had Dalton Schultz, two targets, one catch. He did have a touchdown pass. And had I had, huh? had huge a huge drop. Huh? Had a huge drop. Two two targets, so one catch, 37-yard touchdown. I had uh I had sixty sixty-six 66 rush yards and a touchdown from Devin Singletary. He also had three receptions. I don't care about the yardage, but he had three catches. Touched the ball 19 times. But this is, you all, Tyler, Clint, Texans fans, you deserve it. You damn right. I'll step out and You're pick this right. one up. And even though everyone understands and knows that I should not be. But I am the one, I will pick it up. Little Mad Dog Monday, the Texans get a playoff W. Hey, and are in the divisional round, baby. Here's to a playoff
3: W. And here's to not counting trash time touchdowns in our Mad Dog
2: 2020. They all comp. count. It's good. Get you a pool. Whoa. <laughs> ah, boy, there it is. Whoa. Did he just say "sham Claire Clint, you didn't think Woo. we was gonna be drinking these today, did you? No. I did not. That's all right, baby. That's all right, though. Didn't I'm gonna go it. ahead and tell you, <sighs> electric melon ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't the one. That ain't the one.
3: Electric melon ain't it, but it is a Mad Dog Monday, so I'll so you do it. You will. You, you do got to hit woo. that. Everybody. I, I mean, that's some, got that's. I don't know. I, I did just eat a cough drop, so that may have screwed up my taste.
2: I saw some people who mm-hmm. refused to wait till Monday drinking Mad Dog. I saw some people on Twitter sitting saying Mad Dog and yes. they drinking it on Saturday yes. night, Sunday. So shout out to you all. Tastes uh, good on Saturday too. Uh, baby. Hell, anytime after that. Yeah, it was a uh, it was good. Look, I I, I want to say this. Um, it was uh, a. It was a great day out there, and being out there, Clint, the fans deserved this one. That, like everything about Saturday's game, although Tyler almost missed the game. Tyler almost Tyler cut it close. Woo. He did. He did not. He did not come to the game, which he has now been allowed to come, and he has a free ticket. He did not come to the game, but he thought he'd watch it at home. And baby, three o'clock. That TV wasn't working. Woo, woo. That TV That's what you get for not coming. What in the
3: hell would make you think well, not to come? I, to this I game? did
5: the last time I went to a Texans playoff game. The opening kickoff was returned for a touchdown, and they oh, lost so you don't thirty don't to yourself. zero. So you don't. So in I, uh, I, I wanted to kind of just sit this one out, watch at the home, so I could focus and and not even risk that sort of outcome happening again for the Houston Texans.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, Ugh. luckily, what time? What time? That TV? What time did you get your? Uh, you get NBC
5: back? NBC popped up on my TV about probably 90 seconds before kickoff oh God yeah
2: he pushed it I was you sweating all, you almost missed the kickoff
5: it's cold outside but I was sweating hey you'd have got third
3: degree if you'd have missed that down in fact I mean I I had to listen to him like he ass, when he went to the, with that tea tea I'm time. half ass tempted to, 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 to give you the third degree just for not being there. I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you Shout out to Doug Vosick, mm-hmm. Greg Grissom, and the entire staff over there that that has has spent so much time and effort and money on game day uh, environment, game day atmosphere, uh, the branding, every, everything that's gone on, uh, and and of course, of course, huge shout out to all the Texans fans. I was in the suite, Ron. I walked around. I walked around. I wanted to get a little bit of it too. Hey man. During during introductions, I yeah. stepped outside in the suite because we got the, the the outside seats as well. I step outside. I get about three four rows down. Just kind of just kind of take me a little gander, look around, and they start they start introducing the offense. And I don't know who came up with this idea, uh, but well done. It's going to be huge next year. But the whole introducing when you introduce a player. You, I mean, you put all the energy and effort into their first name. Pause, and the crowd says their last name, and then the, the announcer would say, "He said
2: George,
3: fan." And in that, in that, in that break, the crowd, fan, you know, of course, and they build up, and by the time they get to CJ, and it lost. I mean, mind. the top pops off the joint, so the, laying down for nobody. The entire thing, Ron. Uh, just huge, huge shout out to the fans and all the powers that be over there that uh, have put that together. Because I mean, it is—it is, it, it was a tremendous atmosphere
2: by far. And I've been saying this since I've, since you know the fans have been allowed to come back. Yeah, in the stands, yeah. When are we gonna? When am I gonna see the the NRG that people have talked about? It was by far, minus Tyler, the best atmosphere I've ever I've ever been to here in Houston. Yeah. Clearly, it was. I, like I said, like you, I walked around. I got out to listen to what it was outside of the press box, and it was it was crazy. Y'all asses was on time for the most part. Like I knew, I knew it was something when I got out there. I thought I'd leave a little bit early, and I probably had to park three rows back from the row that I normally have to park at. And when you got in there, the place was was uh was damn near full. This was not a late arriving crowd like we've generally seen. They were on top of it, ready to go. Because what you just talked about, the, the 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 starting lineups, that that blowing the roof off wasn't possible because people just hadn't been arriving at the sure, time yet. Sure, sure. And <clears throat> it wasn't that many Browns fans. I expected there would be a lot more Browns fans. It Agreed. was not many Browns fans there. The Texans fans came out and made that a real yeah. home field atmosphere. And I just want to say this. I don't know where the damn camera is. I just want to say this. See y'all done messed up now.
4: What happened?
2: Y'all done messed up now. See now now damn it that's the expectation I have now. Should be. That's the <clears> expectation <throat> I have now. I don't I, I don't if that if that was the last home game, which potentially it could be this year, next year I, I don't want to go back to this, to this deal of hey, man people don't get there till about the second quarter all the way through. You look at it, you look at it, and certain teams you think are yep. going to dominate the crowd, and it's not a real home field advantage. And CJ, in his nice way, comes to the podium three or four times a year and says, I, you know, I'd like for you guys to come out. This is a crew. They're in the second round of playoffs. D'Amico, CJ, everybody there. And you showed us what the hell you can do. I expect to see that. It's only eight of them. It ain't hundred, it ain't eighty-one of them like 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 it made. It's eight of them.
3: The arrows pointed up.
2: I guess sometimes nine now. I, that's my expectations. Y'all have messed up and shown what you're capable of doing. And that's what I expect. It, to it's me. gotta be prime time, no, Ron. Oh man, I mean, you don't no, count no, no, on
3: but, it from here no, on out. It's no, you can't. You can no. count on it here no. on out. You can count on it. If you if you're constantly playing noon games, there's gonna be a handful of noon games where we're gonna have one more beer at that damn tailgate. I'm just telling you. You play at three, you play primetime at night, yeah, yeah, you're going to get it. You play in the playoffs, yeah, you're going to get it. The but sellouts the are back, though. The, the sellouts aren't oh, yeah, going to go yeah. anywhere No, it's not I'm not my I'm just talking that. about the coming out. You think I mean, folks going to leave their tailgate step. at 11? You think folks are going to leave their tailgate at 11 to come into the stadium? I think it's going to happen. It's a but big step for it you to can't just be selling out new. You can get in
2: by kickoff. Oh, stop.
3: I, I'm just telling you. I would personally, but I'm just telling you. Now, you, we may be asking a little bit much. Another thing real quick. Ron, another thing. I don't know, and this may be putting look, I, I may be I may be adding a little, little too much here. But you talk about hitting a nail on the head with the Texans Mariachi band, where the crowd is 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 singing the lyrics of the song. I mean, loud enough where everybody can hear it. That was absolutely, absolutely beautiful. And then, at halftime, you roll yeah. Bunn, Paul Wall, Mike Jones, that Mexican OT. I mean, you, you you roll all them cats out there. They were short of and, Beyonce
2: and, singing the national
3: anthem. <laughs> really But just the whole deal, man, of what they've been trying to accomplish over there, it came to a head and, on Saturday at the right time. And, man, damn, tip my cap to, uh, to, to everybody over there because that, that was – that was beautiful through and through, and for the Texans to get a dub at the very end of it um, was was beautiful, man. What an atmosphere! Yeah,
2: Texas uh, te- line. Yeah, good luck with that run. I just that's disappointing. I, I that was that was that was like oh bad boys. That's how you drive. That's how your that's how you drive. That's what that's what it needs. That's, that's what it needs to look like. One of my I'm, tell- favorite, I'm of my telling, telling you. I'm telling tell- you. It is. I'm telling you, Mike Lowry. I'm telling you right now. A lot of NFL cities. It ain't just like, hey, man, we, we'll get in there when we get there. Y'all show what y'all can do. That's that's what it should be right off the top. The atmosphere, you can't tell me right off the top, didn't have something to do with it. That first offensive snap, that crowd was out of control on that three and out. It helps. All right, speaking of that, Clint, I think one of the big things is if we revisit what we talked about Friday, Clint, so many of the things that we said the Texans need to do came to fruition so many of the things that we said boy, the, the way the Texans got to win this game came and they did a lot of those things you could almost run through the checklist and see and see what they did in
3: it absolutely look I, I I'll be I'll be transparent completely for those that listen you know for those that are just now tuning in I don't know what the hell's wrong with you but I'm gonna be transparent look I I I picked the, the Cleveland Browns to win this game 2420 uh I, I've never been more happy to be wrong. However, we circled back and I said, here's my reasoning. Chance to win this ballgame, they have got to play the cleanest, most efficient game that we've seen this team play to date. Bobby Slowick has to be absolutely lights out. They've got to run the football effectively. And, And you look back, I just didn't believe they could check all those boxes. I did not believe against this defense that they would be able to do those things. And you look at. What the Texans did, damn it! They played the cleanest, most efficient game they played all year. That's what you were no, really on. You I,
2: were really on. They got to play a clean game. Them
3: negative plays that were occurring the last several games, it, it wasn't going to work versus the Cleveland Browns. They went out there, no sacks, three penalties, two of. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, one of which was a a delay a game that they took to give the punter more room. So really, there was only two penalties, and obviously, no turnovers. I mean, it, Bobby Slowick. Hell, if, if you didn't see what Bobby Slowick did in that first half, your ass is blind. I mean, he was absolutely cooking in that first half. Everything he dialed up was was plain as day, easy pickings. Throws in the ocean for C.J. Stroud. Um, that that took place. I mean, the the other pass catchers we talked about, somebody other than Nico Collins had to show up and show out. John Mechie made an appearance. Brevin Jordan had a 76-yard catch, which, by the way, before I go any further on that, I had a cousin that had a uh, Brevin Jordan touchdown, 80-plus yards in a Texans win um, uh, a parlay. He had a one catch, 76 yards, touchdown. He needed four more yards. Brevin never touched a football again. He didn't win, he didn't win the parlay. Oh, damn. <laughs> what the hell got to Brevin Jordan? Oh, man. But, yeah, you just, you, you just look around, man. And and everything that 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 we talked about had to happen had to happen, Ron. And then defensively, obviously, they just they just put them to sleep.
2: That's what we said. We talked about. We all went through it. You talked about them having to play a clean game. Yeah. Uh, and, and Tyler said, the Texans will win if Nico Collins looks like a one receiver. And in that first half, really, again, in the game, but in that first half, like, like that dude is like, I, I remember tweeting out. Smells like a smells like a number one, <laughs> looks like a number one. I'll be damn! Like like Nico the catch, has got and him on you, fire, we talked baby. about it in the, in the press box. The adjustment he made on that catch catch of the year that's, was, that's, that's the was ridiculous, right? I mean, see that's the best got it catch he's there.
3: made all he's, he's made his, his, his career, not a year. And, and,
2: and you and you'll always say it. The reason why you know it's so good is he made that difficult ass catch look easy. Yep. yep, He made it look like it was walking apart. But I, I mean, that was that was. He was ridiculous, and then I said, "The defense is gonna lead the way," and then he scored twice, and, and shut him out in the second half, right? So I mean, it was it, it was it was ridiculous uh, on what we Ryan, saw, Ron. when when you look at when you look at that Nico
3: Nico Collins catch, the one, the one we're talking about, it it is it is underthrown, it's too flat, and it's over the opposite shoulder. Yes, he flipped his eyes. Sure, it would
2: have been a touchdown if he gets it oh. to the. Oh yeah! Oh, it's a walk a in. Yeah. Oh, it's
3: like last week's touchdown. I mean, how he keeps getting singled up. Yeah, how he keeps and getting over the top of DBs is—I'd is, <laughs> be damn. I, I don't get it. But but over the 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 other shoulder, too flat and underthrown, and my man comes back and makes that catch and 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 feels comfortable enough to get up and shake it off. I mean, it, it was that was a phenomenal catch. But to your point, Ron, the fact that he makes it look effortless. That that is what we've been talking about for years and years and years. Yeah, there's one thing to go out there and be a good receiver, but there's another thing to go and, and you you can if you're on the field enough, you're targeted enough, you can pad some stats. But it's another thing to go out there and actually make play like catch balls that 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 you're not supposed to catch. Yeah. And Nico's doing that. Nico's taking catches that he does have that should be 8-yard gains and turning them into 20 and 30. I mean, Nico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was an impressive day for him as well.
2: All right, we'll continue on this reaction Monday. Some news is out though about the Texans and uh, and one of their players who have been a productive player this year. We'll tell you the latest on that coming up next.
4: Hey, Mel, Bry here. Got to work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty.
1: Daddy. Hey, Mikey, if you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl.
3: It's Reaction Monday Playoff Edition, presented by Texas Star Grill Shop on Sports Radio 610. Here's the drive with Sterner and Hughley. All
2: right, welcome back in on Reaction Monday. As uh, I said, man, I was we were so impressed by the uh, the fans and the atmosphere out there. The best atmosphere I've seen by far. At uh, at NRG, and you could feel it. You could feel that the team was responding to it. It was beautiful, amazing. Clint stepped out there, and and, and saw it. There, Clint was out there. They were y'all were barking. Y'all were doing the. Uh, they was doing the the Cleveland Browns dog pound barking. Well, I wasn't doing any barking. I know you would, but you could hear it. It was it was loud. I heard them in Cleveland. Be doing a little barking on the way home tonight, but I wasn't I doing no barking. I know Dang. you. Are. You're ready to go, in <laughs> when you get home, ain't you? Uh, but I, I listened to them. I listened to them in Cleveland. They were talking about. The Texans fans were out there. They were a little bit more boisterous than I thought they would be. They're out there, you know, making fun of us with the bark and chant. It was fantastic. The atmosphere, and I just said, I that that to me should be the expectation expectation moving forward. You get eight damn home games. That should be the expectation moving forward. Y'all asses was there on time. It was fantastic out there. Some people texting in on the text line. All right. Uh, if the fan base wants to affect winning, they'll show up and show out. They used to when Andre was here. Clint is spot on with the news. noon starts, will not leave enough time. Someone else texted in. Ron is not from Houston. Oh, my favorite. He is telling, he is trying to tell Texan fans what they need to do on game days. What a joke. No, what a joke is, to be honest with you. What a joke is, is what, is that you're just accepting of, ah, you hell, man. Cool, man. We get there about the second quarter. The hell? Hold on, show. You think, you, you think Houston's the only place that plays 12 o'clock games? What are you talking about? You affected the game. You affected the game. With your energy, you could see it from the players on the field. You affected the game. It's eight of them. Take your ass in the stadium. Get there on time. Get out of here with me with this. No, you affected the game. It's 12 o'clock games in Baltimore. Their asses are in the seats. In Philly, their asses are in the seats. Come on, man. Y'all can't go and affect the game like that and put that much energy in the game and just, all right, man, we'll get there. We'll get there about 1230. All right. Yeah, I wasn't born in Houston. I'm sorry. Okay? But if that that is something you're cool with, it ain't that way at at Cal Field. Am I right, Tyler? Do do y'all show up? Y'all. You are correct. Y'all show up in the
5: middle of the game. Nope, we are there, standing with our voices halfway gone by the time it's uh, kickoff. I know it ain't that way in Austin. Y'all asses is there at kickoff. Nah, it might be like that in Austin. They're more like T-shirt fans. You can't let you have your
2: couldn't. moment, No, no
5: I, I'm just, I'm with
2: you. I'm he following what truth. you're saying. I just,
5: I, I think, yeah, I wouldn't, like I wouldn't say Austin.
2: Just good with. It. Just like you get eight home games.
5: I hear what you're Chick saying.
2: your ass in the stadium. Because I guarantee you if it wasn't a playoff game, Clinton, it was a 3 o'clock start, they asses wouldn't be in the stadium. Well, here's the beautiful thing. Is? Just accept it. Just cool with
3: it. I'm just telling you, the the the, the uh, of late, my experience is them noon games are tough to get everybody off that cold beer and that cookout and that, and that tailgate going. Now, Same thing now here, to your point, to your point, you affected the game. There, there there there's a reason now. There hadn't been a reason in, in several years. I get the
2: fairness of that.
3: They have given you a reason to. Now, Greg Grissom, the president of the Texans, he can do he can take he can take Ron Euly's spiel that he just did, which was well done, well done, pitch and everything. He can take that and do it in his own ginger Caucasian way, and he can pipe it over the loudspeakers it for all the a, people. That's... <laughs> I'm just telling you. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, he is. He's he's a, he's a, a ginger Caucasian, Caucasian ginger, um, and, and he can rightfully so, justifiably so, blare that over the speakers to all the season ticket holders, and 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 have a legitimate, uh, you know, reason, justification for it. It hadn't been the case the last three, four. It years. Was, it now was, you get
2: after it. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was, was phenomenal. It was. I've been to playoff games. It was one of the best atmospheres I've ever seen. It should be that way all the time for this group. I get you. That point, if y'all wanted y'all didn't want to come out these last couple, I got you. I got you. I'm not talking about that. Come on, man. Yeah, Ron in Baltimore and Philly, it starts at one. Okay. All right. <laughs> y'all just cool with it. Yo, this is right on time. That the man damn brought, Astros games.
5: That
3: man brought the time zones on, into man. the discussion. Seven one three. They got the the extra hour they're looking for here. That is a great comeback, though. Well, for, over there it's at one p.m. Ron. Hey, to be so, so, to I be fair, I almost slimmed my head into the state. To be fair, Just Ron, the it. extra hour that that the the Texans fans are getting tailgating in, in Philly and Baltimore, they get that. They get oh, that what extra they get, hour. Yeah. Okay. Shout they out they get, to Roosevelt right. for that's this right.
4: time zone. Wow. That's it. Well done from the Texans. All we're
6: asking
2: for. I man. love Ron, but he's delusional on this subject. Okay. Get your, get the Eastern Time
3: Zone right, man.
2: I'm don't delus- don't <laughs> get let the, a, get don't, in the damn stadium. Don't let
3: the text. Don't let the text line drive you to doing what it's I not, think you're It's not, think it's, you're it's, it's, to it's,
2: do. it's like Houston is not the only city in this league that plays twelve o'clock games and finds their way into the stadium to start the thing.
3: But they they're one of the only teams in the league that's got the the, the tailgating reputation that they have. That's a good point. It's top, it's one of the top tailgating uh, uh, program or uh, organizations in, in the league. Ron. And before you freak out, Ron, I'm KC not, is not,
5: up there with the tailgating too. They're, I, they're listen, considered I'm not, great. I'm
2: not gonna I'm not even gonna go into that because I'm not. <laughs> they're gonna, just having I'm, such a good time. I'm, I'm not, not gonna, gonna go, go into that. <laughs> Houston's also not the only city that tailgates.
5: Yeah, but they do it better than most. Yeah, we tailgate pretty damn hard. Again, though. I'll leave
2: that alone. But it is not <laughs> the only city that tailgates. Okay. Uh, I'm leaving alone. I know what you're trying to drive me into do. and I'm not going to get in that what car. What do you say?
3: Hey, what do you say we tailgate in Kansas City next week? I'm
2: not going <laughs> to. Let's do it. And y'all asses will stay out there and say, uh, "Oh, well, let's hang out while these while these fools if it's, are marching if it's, I'm are marching you, into the stadium." If it's done right,
3: if it's done right, I mean, I, I'm not going to say you know. Everybody knows the kind of man I am. If it's done right. I will definitely consider staying for the few first few minutes of the game. <laughs> if, that, <laughs> if we're having enough fun at the tailgate, I am one guy that will will entertain. Maybe being a tad bit late. I just am. I, I mean, I you know, I like a, I like a good time. I like to have a party. You know? Let Brilliant. me hear you say, "Hell yeah!"
2: Hell party. yeah! <laughs> party your ass on the way in there. Yeah, it's got to have an internal clock. Eleven thirty. Let's start moving. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we moving. All right. You're right. All right, coming up. I'm sorry. I, you know, what? I, 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 I. No, I, I'm not. I'll be lying. I'm not sorry. I, I, I needed to get that off my chest. I just cannot <laughs> believe people are just accepting. Act like this damn thing starts at nine well, we'll to we'll twelve. We'll just
3: get more primetime time
2: games. At twelve. We'll be, we'll be all right. Churches are ending at twelve thirty now. Jazz in the stadium, or ten thirty now. Excuse me. Coming up, I will give you the news on, uh, on a player for the Texans. We got to get it. Got to get into that. And what Sunday. Or Saturday's game was about Clint and it it has to give you even more confidence in your Houston Texans. We'll discuss that next.
1: Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.
7: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter
4: all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here?
0: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.
4: Now get 0% APR or up to $1,500 bonus
3: cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event.
4: Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
3: It's Reaction Monday, Playoff Edition. Presented by Texas Star Grill Shop on Sports Radio 610.
2: Live from the Twin Peaks studios, here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back in. Some news here, um, and we'll see how this affects the Texans. They have been used to this. Uh, But Noah Brown, um, he did not play the the last game of the regular season, has missed some games this year. He had a back issue. We were really concerned if he was going to go. And then on a third down, he went up to make a catch. I thought he landed on his back again. It ended up being a shoulder situation. And uh, today, the Texans, they have announced they're placing wide receiver Noah Brown on season-ending IR. And he finished the year, and like I said, he's missed games. 33 catches, 567 yards, and two touchdowns. Had two huge games against the Bengals and the Bucks in the middle of the year there. And the thought of, if boy, if he was healthy, this could have been a, a really big season for him, uh, which uh, still was, 567 yards. Really, really good for the amount of time he played, but he will not be available uh, for the rest of the season for the uh, for the Texans.
3: Yeah, t- tough news right there because I mean, clearly he, you know, as a depth receiver um, with with this whole spread the football around, take the football where the defense dictates you take the football, and CJ Stroud being so good at that. Uh, clearly, you know, Nico's been eaten of late, but clearly multiple guys in this offense have the 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 ability to eat at any given time um, against good defenses. So um, you, you hate to lose one of your better depth guys at this point in time. Um, you know, I don't know. You'd look at him and Robert Woods are your two depth guys at this time that are two very different wide receivers, but but really good quality veteran depth. Uh, you, you'd like to have Noah Brown the rest of the way. Um, yeah. uh, but but again, you, you look at, man, John Mechie. Uh, And Xavier Hutchins are coming. Uh, Hutchinson, Hutchins is Hutchinson. Yeah, he's coming. John Mechie's best game. John Mechie's best game. He, 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 I mean, look, I, I don't want to make a mountain out of a molehill. It was a very, very small sample size of, of him just, you know, getting in in a void along the sideline, what looked like some kind of zone, some kind of cover two with a safety over the top corner, down, down, uh, down hard, and he got over the top, And, and, and so I don't want to make too much out of the deal, but. It was a good play. It was good to see that, and now can he build off of that? Um, good thing is for him, for John Mechie, for Xavier Hutchinson, uh, for whoever it is they decide to, to to plug and play here. You know that guy is going to be given a a big time opportunity because again, you, 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 Nico Collins is obviously going to be the focal point. Uh, but you look in that wide receiver room. Robert Woods is a very uh, niche receiver, if you will. Like he he's a slot guy that can work over the middle, uh, that, that that does there's a there's a little something that he does special. Well there's an opportunity for a guy that can play inside and out, a guy that can be a move guy, a guy that can help in the screen game. Um and we'll see if John Metchie, Xavier Hutchinson or somebody else uh can yeah. pick up that slack.
2: Yeah, so uh that that's one they'll have to look at, but, you know, at least Clint down the stretch and they really didn't play a lot in this game with him, they have, they played without Noah Brown and they've, they've been kind of used to the, uh, the receivers they have available to them. So that is, that is the news though. He is, uh, his season is over here in year one with the Texans. Um, fellas, I, I watched this game and I want to see if you are in this space with me, you Clint Tyler, uh, the drive family, seven one three five seven two four six ten. 4610 anybody on YouTube and Twitch love the, uh, the interaction uh, that we're having as we do daily. Listen, I, I know nationally, and I know in a lot of spaces like CJ Stroud is getting a ton of, uh, of the pub here. And listen, he deserves it. He is, uh, he has been sensational this year uh, and it was good again Saturday uh, and, uh, and has played big this year. And I do agree with what D'Amico said after the game, that C.J. is the number one reason that they are here in this spot winning a playoff game at home, winning the division, and then playing uh, for a chance to go to the AFC Championship game. But I watched the game, Clint, Saturday, and to me, Saturday was about everything else around C.J. (laughs) Like, everything around C.J. where it was like, yo, this is your first playoff game. Big boy, you got us here. Everything I thought C J was good. I thought there were some pieces around him that were great. You talked about it, before. Bobby Slowick was absolutely ridiculous Saturday. Ridiculous. I and mean, it was just like I know many times we talk about Tyler with Clint that there is nobody who can get uh, Clint that sports horniness like Bobby, Bobby, does Bobby can. It, man. Bobby, I think, Bobby really turned. I him think on. we surpassed horniness. I saw Clint. There looked like a tear in his eye. Um, oh, moved and, and him. The, like he looked moved wow. by what he was doing in that game. Like well, the the
3: the the reality of it is Ron is I've come on these Airways for for four or five years and and it's not always easy when you're talking about a coach that's that's winning divisions and an offensive-minded coach has been a part of an organization that's won a Super Bowl it, it's it's hard to sit up here and go Damn it, man, he's got to use motion to his advantage. Damn it, man, he's got to get the quarterback some throws in the ocean. Damn it, man, scheme is a major problem. What the hell are we doing? They should be able to scheme up more throws in the ocean. What 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 What's going on here? And you do it for three and four years, and at some point people are like, man, this guy's full of it. They don't know what – you're watching exactly – and now look, I don't expect everybody to be as good as Bobby. I talked about this – I did a hit this morning, and I talked about Bobby Sloak this morning. What Bobby Sloak really has done all year long, but what he did in the first half – of a playoff game against arguably the best defense in, in the NFL is is absolutely some of the best work that you're going to see an offensive coordinator do at any level on any given Saturday or Sunday.
2: It was Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan, absolutely. Sean McVay level. A-
3: abs- and, and and it was, even for those guys, it would have been a great half for those guys given what he dialed up. Especially right? what he had
2: to work with and who he was, as you said, yes. working against. Yes,
3: yes, and and, and the... My my overall point is I don't expect everybody to do what Bobby did on on uh, on Saturday in the first half. I don't even expect him to do it every weekend. But a a good a a a, co- a coordinator that's worth is worth his his pay should be able to go out there, and we as fans should sit there and go, man, that was that was he he created three or four good throws in the ocean. Hey, four or five times in the year. There should be touchdown passes that that I can throw right now at 46. There are there ought to be like, hey, it's blatantly obvious. That's where you're going with the football. Boom, take it. Like it should happen more often. And so, Ron, when I see it now, when I see like finally, what everybody in Houston is watching with Bobby Slowick. Now, again, it's great. It's at an elite level. But that's what the hell I've been talking. We should have seen that. Every offensive coordinator that's getting an NFL job, if they can't do what Bobby Slowick d- d- did in that first half, if they can't just randomly, sporadically throughout a season get that done, then they're, they they ain't worth their pay. Right? And th- that, that that's, my, that's why it, it turns me on so much because there's dudes getting paid boatloads of money all over the league, all over college football, that can't do what Bobby Sloak did in one half of football in six football games.
2: Clint, I, I just—it is crazy. Your rookie quarterback against the number one rated defense that absolutely just crushed you three weeks ago. Yeah, and you came out and you got some injuries too. You came out and and made the game as comfortable for your rookie quarterback making his first start in the playoffs as it possibly could be. You could argue what we saw yesterday was the easiest game that CJ's had to play all year. <clears throat> all year, all year. And the running game wasn't spectacular all year. It's just easy. Like every decision or throw. I mean, CJ threw two touchdown passes that one went for 76. The other one went for sixteen. He's through one, one yard and five yards. Mm-hmm. Bam. Just, Gone. And a lot of it had to do with scheme and what they had set up. And it was just – he was he was good as he always is, but everybody around him made just life easier. Yep. Slowick, we talked about Nico. Nico, the same thing. It right, was just you, you, insane.
3: You, but before we move on to the list, I know I know you got a little bit like the, the – like to think, Bobby Slowick was so good on Saturday, I was listening to in the loop, that you got people complaining, or not complaining, but questioning – why CJ Stroud didn't throw it to John Metchie when he threw a touchdown over the top to Dalton Schultz? Now the the reason the, re- the, t- t- the reason is because that was called it's called a shot. You're working high to low before the ball's ever snapped. So you're not even looking at John Metchie. You're coming out, and if you get the look you want, you're coming off that play action. You're kicking your eyes around, and you're taking a snapshot to make sure that the backside safety and, and corner are both chasing like you think they are and you're taking the shot over the top and that's what happens you're not it, it, the 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 explanation is it was a high to low shot all day every day but that's how good bobby was was he had the shot over the top and the damn bait that he was dragging across the the middle of the field was wide ass open too and cj having to having to explain that we got quarterback quarterbacks on twitter and instagram that think they know every damn thing that's how wide open guys are
2: yeah, it was just over and ridiculous. over again yeah. it was just just yeah yeah bobby slowick was ridiculous and and as I said earlier to me, what he has done all season, but more importantly, the last couple of weeks when he's been on primetime and what people have seen, whew, it is if he doesn't want a job. To me, it feels like we're that way. We talked about Nico yesterday. Nico, I mean, Nico is now just making plays, like, you know, on his own, just making plays. And, and, and the offensive line, Clint, no sacks in this game. They put in the situation, hey, man, I know we're going up against a really good pass rush. With uh, with Garrett and Smith and what happened in the last game, but we got you, like just chill, we got you. It was it was it was ridiculous what what we saw well out uh, there from everybody around <coughs> CJ just making the game easier for him. Let
3: Laramie Tunsil putting them clamps on Miles Garrett, wow. is is uh is absolutely money, a- a- absolutely beautiful. I mean, you what want to talk you about from him? you want to talk? I mean, three three tackles, bro, three total tackles almost kept him out of the the entire uh, box score. Um, I mean, you want to talk about in the biggest moment of the season, um, you know, putting your best performance out there and proving why you're a pro bowler and proving why you can go on in the loop and talk about being an all-pro and you should be an all-pro. Well, that was an all-pro performance on on Saturday afternoon.
2: Yep. He showed why he has been (laughs) twice now the highest paid defensive or offensive lineman in football. Just – ridiculous out there and and by the way what, in, what in the hell got into brevin jordan i just i i i thought it i thought at one point multiple times on that run it was very much like the beck uh kickoff return yeah yeah, yeah. like all right somebody's about to get him all right somebody's about to get him like damn novice this, this dude's at the 30 who's at the 10 and just pulled away and i mean didn't get tackled he's dancing in the end zone that's that's what that's what they envisioned him to be, is a guy that – I mean, he just turned up Obviously, there was some, some blown coverage there that allowed him to just keep going like that, and he was that wide open on a very easy play that everybody in the league runs. But you talk – I mean, that, you talk about big playability. Well, that, that's the X factor that,
3: that Brevin Jordan brings to the table. Hell, Rhett Lashley is old offensive coordinator at Miami, head coach at, at SMU right now. Big shout-out to them, by the way, having huge success – he came on this show right here when the Texans drafted him and, and, and told him, hey, man, look, it, it ain't about the kid's athletic gifts. I mean, the kid, is his athletic ability is through the roof. It's a matter of can he mature and develop uh, at the NFL level in time for them to give him a chance. And and it looks like they've been patient with him. They gave him a shot. And, and what you saw on Saturday is exactly why they've been patient with him, because he has the ability. I said this about Damian Pierce a couple of years back, even though I, I think I I felt like like I ex, I didn't expect Damian Pierce to be able to pull away at 70, 70 plus yards oh, on the run. Chargers, yeah. Like I when 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 I saw that game uh, Saturday, Brevin Jordan have a step. I thought, okay, if he if he is athletic and as explosive as we've been led to believe he is, he's going to leave these dudes. And and he stepped away. It it, it was it was uh, that's that's ultimately what you hope that he would show you if you gave him a chance when he got an opportunity. And and he's done it. We'll see we'll see if he can keep keep making hay, because that was, woo. It
2: was something else. Big uh, big day uh, still with the playoffs. The playoffs conclude, at least the wild card round concludes today with a double hitter. We'll get into that. And who do you want the Texans to play in the next round? We know what day they're going to play and what time, but who do you want the Texans to play in the next round? We'll discuss all of that coming up next.
6: Just do a quick search for Tecovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tecovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and point your toes west.
0: As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites.